Dickhead Chats Season 2. It's that time of the week again where you get all your Dick Hat League facts on Dick Hat Chats because if this show does anything, it's a big old bunch of facts. But first things first, sad, sad music. Unfortunately, it's just going to be a hand only show tonight. I could have asked somebody else to come help me, but I had a very lazy day. And um, yeah, I didn't think about it. I left it too late, so I have to do it all by myself. Because uh, Ollie's, Ollie's still a bit too poorly to come on the show. But don't let that get you down, because there's a lot to talk about. It was an exciting week, and I'm sure that I could talk to myself for a good hour. I could do it. I could do it! How do I turn this off? More sad music. Let's let's get happy now. Here we go. It was a exciting week, a very sweaty week uh, in the Dick Hat League because uh, even on Sunday night, after the late games, uh, even after yeah after the, all the late games on Sunday, it, it was anybody's game. There was only one game in the bag, um, and we'll talk about who got that game straight away. But um, yeah, up until the Monday night game, pretty much every single matchup could have went either way, and it was exciting. I was loving it. It was very sweaty. Anyway, everyone knows the rules. We start with my game from last week. So let's take a look at how I vanquished the newcomer. What a noob. So, uh, <laughs> luck. that's my team. We won by, uh, with 110 points, 110.70 points against White Welker's 109.64 points. It's too close for me to even even count those numbers i can't even tell how little i won by minuscule amount but a win is a win let's see how i did it what's this why is my screen doing this it should not be doing this it should be doing this okay good got it right so baker mayfield had a, a better game than he had uh last week however he still threw a pick and only threw one touchdown 325 pass yards is nothing to be scoffed at though um, he was doing pretty well, and the one I think his touchdown pass was a 89 yarder to Od Odell Beckham Jr., which is very impressive. But uh, yeah, I feel like I feel like Baker Mayfield could be churning out a couple more touchdowns, but he's getting there. He's not the worst QB in the league. Uh, Mac let me down. Marlon Mack just obviously didn't do as well as he did in the first week. First week he got 174 yards rushing and one rushing touchdown. This week he got 51 rushing yards and 12 receiving uh, receiving yards. Not very good. Um, I, I just don't know what's going on with the Indianapolis Colts at the moment. They've obviously lost Andrew Luck um, and I've got no idea what's going on with the running back game. So I think I just lucked out on that first week with Marlon Mack. I can't see him doing the same um, again, which is annoying. Um, since running backs are really hard to come by in this league at the moment. So uh, Nick Chubb did well for me. He got 62 rush yards, rushing touchdown, 36 receiving yards. Um, who else did well? Uh, Brandon Cooks. He finally got his rhythm uh, with 74 receiving yards and a, a touchdown. Hopefully he's getting used a lot more in LA from now on. Um, and obviously the big player for me was the Patriots defense who were playing the Dolphins. So it was going to be a big game anyway, but I just didn't expect to get 37 points. Wow. They had seven sacks, uh, four interceptions, two touchdowns, and they let zero points get scored. So good day for them. 
like <laughs> really good day for them i was so lucky because i would have lost that game if it wasn't for them haha ha, in your face lewis let's see how he lost it lewis put up a good fight as to say everybody knows that if you get over 100 points you're probably going to win unfortunately i also got over 100 points so uh yeah that's not very good um for lewis good for me so he pretty much his team had a really good week actually because like most of his players um across the board did reasonably well the only people i can pick out that didn't do too well is uh jordan howard he only got 18 rush yards and eight receiving yards and like christian mccaffrey had an uncharacteristically bad day with 37 rush yards and 16 receiving yards um which i'm so thankful about because christian mccaffrey normally goes off on one um and that would have ruined my day um so if if those two players had also got like decent scores i mean that could have been like one of the highest scores this league's ever seen but they didn't so it's we didn't see it um he left some points in his bench but he less have left a minuscule amount with uh leaving uh jimmy garoppolo garoppolo on on his bench um he got 297 pass yards three passing touchdowns and then threw an in for like 22 points total and he, if he switched them out with carson wentz he would have got an extra five points it would have secured him the win um <laughs> but again he didn't so he lost um on my bench um yeah i left larry fitzgerald on there he went for 104 receiving yards he's getting used a lot out the slot there so i might start having to might have to start playing him um uh like i left adrian peterson on the bench i just picked him up this week and he went for 25 rush yards one rushing touchdown nothing spectacular but he got a touchdown so that got him a bit more so i could have switched him out for mac um and it would have made me some extra points but yeah i mean both both these teams here so Nayluck and white welkers must be feeling confident they've got like decent decent all-rounder team they've got points on their benches it's going good uh just you know you might get your win you might get a win next week lewis um but you just gotta try a bit harder i guess and pick the right team next time okay next game it is oh wait who did we choose I need to go back and look at who me and Trav chose, but I think we both chose me. So that we just won that one. Just it's close though. Me as well just calling that one a tie because it was so close, but I'll take the W, thanks. Um okay, this was a, a pathetic display of fantasy football if I've ever seen it. Um it was better not better versus Dak to the Future. Such a low scoring affair. Um not much excitement going on here. Um, but Dak to the Future took the win with 77 points to Bitter Not Better 68 points. Um, making Phil go down to 0 and 2s. That dick hat <laughs> might just be staying right on top of that head if he keeps this shit up because <laughs> it's not looking good in camp. Bitter Not Better. So let's see how Phil lost this one. So he lost it um, mainly by having terrible players. So he had Cam Newton like in his amazing dress sense playing for him he went for 333 pass yards uh one fumble not very good Le'Veon bell went for 68 rush yards one fumble and 61 receiving yards not bad if he got a touchdown on top of that it would have been good but the fumble was ridiculous if you haven't seen it go watch it he basically gets like rolled over and if the ball comes flipping out and then someone just catches it midair and starts running it back it's ridiculous um okay where else has he lost it i mean like a lot of phil's players are scoring points they're just not scoring enough he's got two players with under five points that's uh, uh evan ingram 
who went for 48 uh, receiving yards. He went for 116 and a touchdown last week. So it's a bit of a downturn there. Um, and who's this other dude? Um, Robert Woods. Woods went for nine rush yards and 33 receiving yards. Not the best. Um, looking at his bench, he left uh, DK Metcalf. Metcalf. <laughs> but he went for uh, 61 receiving yards one receiving touchdown so he left those points on his bench he also left uh, Peyton Barber who went for 82 rush yards and a rushing touchdown which came out of nowhere really no one was expecting that um, bar those two players nobody else on the bench did much for Phil so ooh, not looking good Phil I might have to get some active on the wire um, how did Trav win it? Well, he won it by playing the person that scored the least points this week. So he fucking lucked out. Or did he? Uh, he uh, no, someone else scored less. Uh, Groot scored less. But we'll talk about that in the next game. But yeah, so he managed to vanquish the terrible Phil's team. Mainly off the basis of two players doing well. And his defense. His defense scored 10 points. That was a Texans defense. They scored 10 points. Um, Calvin Ridley went for 105 receiving yards and a receiving touchdown for 16 points and russell wilson had a, a little bit of a day with 300 passing yards three passing touchdowns two 22 rushing yards and he lost a fumble um so he could have had a bit more points if he held on to that ball bar that the rest of trav's team's not looking too good um averaging around about five points say he's got like julian edelman there with 51 uh receiving yards and one rushing yard um yeah and on the bench, Trav left. No points, I don't think. Um, I guess he could have put this dude Singletary in. Um, he could have put Singletary in because he went for 57 rush yards and one rushing touchdown. Um, yeah, but I mean, both these teams need to start bucking up their ideas. Trav scraped a win in there, but I feel like Trav should be an 0-2 team too. But yeah, we'll see what happens next week. Um, we'll talk about that in a minute, obviously. But let's move on to the next game. I can't remember who I chose. I chose Phil to win this game. Um, yep, I think I chose Phil. So I lost. No, I think Trav chose himself. Okay. Or did I? I can't remember. I need, Like I said, I need to write these, this shit down. Okay. Boo, 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 boo. Next game, Monday night. Group ball versus the brand. Jesus. Back to his old tricks, his old Groot here. Because he... Um, Scored 76 points this week, which was the lowest, is it? It was definitely, yeah, it's the lowest uh, score of the week. Um, and he was playing Stu, who had 84 points. Okay, so this game, I can't remember. Was it? No, this game was the one, this was the only game sewn up um, by Sunday. So Stu had won this by Sunday um, and was all happy about that. And how did he win it? Well, mainly because he's got fucking Lamar Jackson, who is still kicking some ass. It wasn't just a fluke against the Dolphins. He went for 272 passing yards, two passing touchdowns, and rushed for 120 yards. Jeez Louise. It's like Mike Vick out there. Um, bar that, who else on his team did that? Well, not very many people. He's got Cooper Cup. He went for 120, uh, 120 receiving yards and six rushing yards. Mm, is that it? Pretty much. Nobody else in this team scored a touchdown. Wow. Wow, Stu, you lucky motherfucker. So nobody on this team scored a touchdown. Bar. Um, why is my screen doing this? Okay, yeah, there we go. Um, bar. Uh, yeah, Lamar Jackson scored all the touchdowns. 
Wow, you're lucky, Stu. You're lucky you were playing Groot. Um, okay. So how did Groot lose it? Uh, Deshaun Watson had an average day with 159 pass yards, five rushing touchdowns, uh, rush yards, and a one rushing touchdown. Um, Ezekiel Elliott did really well. He went for 111 rush yards, one rushing touchdown. They're um, obviously up in his numbers now. He's getting more touches. How many touches did he have? Because he didn't have that many in the first game. Oh, it doesn't tell you here. Why does it not tell you here? But it tells you on the phone app. Uh, I can't bother getting my phone. He probably had about 28. 28 touches, I'm going to guess. Something like that. I don't know. Okay. Um, who did bad for Groot? So Groot's team, <laughs> TJ Hawkinson, was that the new tight end dude that went for 131 uh, receiving yards and a receiving touchdown last week. Like, what did he do this week? Was he a good pickup? He went for seven yards. Not very good. <laughs> I don't know how much a group paid for him on the wire, but it was a waste of fucking money. <laughs> maybe he'll bounce back. He's just a, a little tiny young rookie, so maybe he'll do better. Um, let's see. Did he leave anybody on his bench? He left points on his bench. He had um, Christian Kirk. Christian Kirk went for 104 receiving, 114 receiving yards, um, and for a, for 11.4 points, he left him on the bench. He also left Mechol Hardman. He doesn't look that hard to me. I'd fight him. He's went for 61 receiving yards and a receiving touchdown. And yeah, I don't know. It's not looking good over in uh, over in Camp Groot. He's one and one now. Um, Stu is also one and one. I can't remember who I chose in the game either. Let's go to the next one though. Kraft's Day Spa versus Beats by Ray. Kraft, uh, Rob, back back to his like, last season form. We got uh, 98.52 points. Beat uh, poor little Ollie by... Um, he only got 83.56 points. So Ollie is an, an own two team. Can't be feeling good about that. <laughs> the dick hat is a looming when you haven't got a win. It's, can't feel good. So... Let's see where Ollie lost this motherfucker. Um, for the most part, the first section of Ollie's team did so well. So he's got Aaron Rodgers went for 209 pass yards, two passing touchdowns. He had a fumble, so that was 14 points. He has Kerryon Johnson. Um, uh, he went for 41 rush yards, 47 receiving yards, and a receiving touchdown. He had Saquon Barclay, for, who went for 107 rush yards, one rushing touchdown, 20 receiving yards. He had Antonio Brown. He went for 56 receiving yards, one receiving touchdown, five rush yards. He had Alshon Jeffrey, who did nothing. He then also had David Njoku. He also did nothing. So those two players basically fucked all his team right in the ass because um, everyone else did reasonably well. Um, if those two players even just got, like, say, 20 points between them, he would have won. But they didn't. So there you go. They, all they needed to do was get 10 points each, but they didn't even manage that screwed all in the ass. Could he have put anyone else up in that position to, um, to take the win? Well, he doesn't have another tight end, but he does have Emmanuel Sanders on his bench, who went for 98 receiving yards um, and a receiving touchdown for 17 points. Uh, that would have been enough to secure him the win. So there you go. It's all down to his player management there. That's how he lost it. Um, how did Rob get his shit together after last week? Well, this week he left um winston on the bench and played golf which was a good call golf went for 283 pass yards one pass touchdown 
um, had minus two rush yards and a rushing touchdown. So, yeah, he ran backwards in for a touchdown. <laughs> well done, him. It's very impressive. <laughs> um, Sonny Michel, he did quite well. He got 85 rush yards uh, and a rush touchdown. He had Julio Jones went for 106 receiving yards, two receiving touchdowns. Boom. Julio Jones is looking a lot better than he did last season. He's a, he's a dangerous guy out there. So not just getting the yards, but he's getting the touchdowns already. So uh, could be quite a quite a big player this year. Um, another kicker doing pretty well. Justin Tucker got 13 points with fucking kicks. I don't know. There were kicks. He kicked the ball through the thing, and you get super lots of points for that if it's further away. So there we go. <laughs> Pick your kickers well because they can actually win you the game. It seems. Um, Rob left um, Rashid Rashad Penny on his bench. Had sixty-two rushing yards, one rushing touchdown, and three receiving yards. Um, that was for twelve point five points. He could have played him in his like. Uh, yeah, over mixing, and he would have got an extra like ten points. So yeah, he could have broke a hundred by a good bit. But yeah, um, Rob obviously feeling a lot more confident after last week because last week he got um, how many points did he get? Like fifty. So yeah, got to be feeling good <laughs> good about that, Rob. Um, let's go to the next game: Angels, Angels versus Show Me Your Titties. Right, so this game was very interesting because um, early on, Drew Brees obviously smashed his hand and got it, got it all crumpled up, um, and he's out for six weeks. Um, but that happened early on in the game, so he managed to get minus 0.48 points for for Reese. Um, and Reese said, oh, "I was feeling confident up until that point, um, but he didn't need to lose confidence because he still managed to pull out the win, um, mainly due to on Monday night Odell Beckham." had a day he went for 161 receiving yards and uh receiving touchdown for 22 points who else did well for him he's got a kicker that's got 16 points for kicking the ball a lot um he's got austin eckler who went for 66 rushing yards one rushing touchdown 66 receiving yards um and he had a fumble that he lost um, but that's for 17 points um not many people on his team did bad the only bad person obviously uh, apart from Breeze who got injured was Austin Hooper and um, the tight end for the Falcons he only went for 34 receiving yards not very good um, the bench is not looking that great for Reese though I'll say that there's not much going on on his bench right now not very many points uh, Josh Allen had an uncharacteristically uh, good game he went for 253 receiving uh, passing yards one passing touchdown 21 rushing yards and a rushing touchdown but like that's two weeks in the row he's had pretty much um, the exact same stats um, last week he had 254 passing yards um, one passing touchdown but he threw two ints um and yeah he went for 38 rushing yards and a rushing touchdown last week as well so but he lost two fumbles last week so no no he's, he's looking all right actually um don't know if he'll be able to keep that workflow up but we'll see um on the other side let's look at how angels angels mess things up started off well tom brady 264 pass yards two passion touchdowns one rush yard for a rushing touchdown tom brady rushing them in the old man still got wheels just don't you just didn't see that coming um, he also had Derek Henry, who went for 81 rush yards, one rushing touchdown, 12 receiving yards. That was 15 points. Um, yeah, so the 
start bit was good. He also had James Conner, who went for like 33 rush yards, 12 receiving yards, but he got a touchdown, so he broke 10 points. Quite good. But then he lost it down with uh, David uh, David Duke Johnson had a bad game for Houston. He only had 31 rush yards. Not great. Um, and his kicker only got four points. So you've got to get one of those kickers that gets you like a whole bunch of points, I'm afraid. So get on the wire. Buy one for a dollar. Um, who else? He left Stefan Diggs on his... Uh, on his bench he went for 49 receiving yards and a receiving touchdown not amazing numbers but still could have placed him up there would have done a bit better might have got him the win maybe i can't really do the maths in my head right now but yeah some some changes to be made um okay let's go to the final game so this was a this was another exciting game this one was going back and forth all night and then it came it came all the way down to uh monday night football um, so this was Collins and Cumshots, who got 122 points over Revis and the Butt Fumbles, 114. The Autodraft team finally, finally fell a hurdle. So let's see how how this one went down, because this was a good, good, uh, a good game against the other. So Dak Prescott, he got 27 points with 269 pass yards, three passing touchdowns, one interception, 69 rush yards. He's still playing for that extra money. He's shown that he deserves it, but unfortunately, Pat Mahomes did a shitload better. With 443 pass yards, four passing touchdowns, uh, minus one rush yards and a fumble. But, oh my god, look at those stats. That's unbelievable. Then, yeah, Colson Cumshots also had Dalvin Cook, who went for 154 rush yards, one rushing touchdown, 37 receiving yards. Wow, we. Uh, Cohen let him down a bit. Tariq Cohen only got 18 rush yards, seven receiving. Um, and who else did well we've got uh john ross went for 112 receiving yards one receiving touchdown and like most other players got average scores um i will say that the bench is not looking good right now for um for rory like he's got tyreek hill who um is getting surgery so i think he's out for about six weeks they say but like nobody's actually put like a proper number on that yet so we don't know um tevin coleman um he's dealing with a high ankle sprain so he might be out for a wee while um he's got giovanni bernard who's just obviously shit so that's not going to be good he also has james washington um, who's not good so yeah he's got like a lot of not good stuff going on on his bench so he needs to get active find some better players like there is some good players we'll talk about it later but there's some good players out there like the wires the wires packed so let's look at the other side of things and see how bryce lost this with his auto draft team um to be fair like <laughs> it's just one of those things where bryce got the second highest uh high score uh this week Unfortunately, he was playing the person that got the high score, so he got fucked in the ass a little bit. But you can't be disheartened when your team's putting up 114 points that week. And what did he get in week one? Uh, Revis in the butt fumble got in week one. Where is he? He got 120 points. So his team's consistently churning out a shitload of points. So um, it can't be feeling bad about going one and one with that. But, you know, oh, you need the wins. You've got to get them wins. That's what it's all about. But... Yeah, so he lost it with... I keep opening stupid shit I don't need to open. Okay, here we go. Um, he mainly lost it off the back um, of his um, receiver, Jamison Crowder. He only got 40 receiving yards, but 
I mean, that's the worst player in your team. They got four points. That's it's a good day. You're you shouldn't be worried. Also, his bench has like a few points kicking about as well. So not nothing to worry about. Who's this? Melvin Gordon. Melvin Gordon not with the team. Oh oh, might get rid of him. Okay, so um, that was that. So that was week two. Now let's go look at what's uh what's going on in the world of the wire now the funniest thing of course is um rory didn't understand how it worked and splashed out all 100 of his dollars in one in one night now leaving him with zero dollars for the rest of the year um i looked into it and you can't actually trade away dollars to him so you can't give him any disney dollars for trades um unfortunately so um he's going to be stuck stuck for a wee while with uh no money unfortunately but um for the rest of us it's time to delve in to and also like we always call the faab it's actually the wab which so wab wab is a shitload easier for me to say so let's just say wab from now on so let's go and delve into Who's hot on the wab? Here comes the money. Hey. Money talks. Here comes the money. Money, 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 money. Rory has the money. No money for Rory. He's back on his money. That worked pretty well. Okay, so let's see who's who's up there. All available players. Let's have a look. Um, I did see a couple that were like uh, looking pretty, pretty tasty. So. One dude that's like uh, came flying out of nowhere is Demarcus Robinson. So this week, Pat, Pat Mahomes obviously just chooses which fucking receiver he's going to like bless with all the fucking touchdowns and all the yards and just zings fucking passes them because he knows he's going to make them whether there's defenders in the way or what. So this week he chose Demarcus Robinson and uh, just like shot all over Sammy Watkins, unfortunately for me. But um, yeah, Demarcus Robinson went for 172 receiving yards this week and two receiving touchdowns. Um, week one, however, he only went for... Oh, God, he's disappeared. Um, what did he go? Week one, he only went for zero. So, <laughs> fuck knows what's going on there. But it says in the analysis that... Um, with Tyreek Hill lacking any kind of timetable for his return, Robinson should remain one of Mahomes' primary targets for the foreseeable future. So I believe that if you will. But like I can see people spending a lot of money. The other thing that's going to happen this week is because a few people spent a lot of like or put high bids in for players last week, I can see people going very high this week for some players. So I think you're going to have to bump up those numbers, pump those numbers up. If you're going to want to like win some of these players, I'm just going to take a little sip of water. Ah, okay. So um, also kicking about, um, did well in week two is Nelson Agholor. Agholor, Hodor. Um, he went for 107 receiving yards and a receiving touchdown. And there's also this dude called Debo Samuel. He went for 87 receiving yards, one receiving touchdown. But in week one, he only went for 17 receiving yards and lost a fumble. Um, bar that, is anyone doing well on yards and targets? Uh, not really, no. Um, you got Cole Beasley. He went for, he got 83 receiving yards. Uh, Devin Smith got 74 receiving yards and a receiving touchdown. So there's definitely some uh, receivers out there that can have big weeks um, or have like, productive weeks um that are still uh, on the wire which is good because last year there was just these fucking 
no names that he didn't want to pick up. So let's look at running backs. Uh, running back wise, this week Raheem Moster. Um, fuck knows. He's like a running back for San Francisco. He went for 83 rush yards, 68 receiving yards, and a receiving touchdown. That's for 21 points. But in week one, he only went for 40 rushing yards. So a um, bit of a difference. Uh, Jeff Wilson, also another San Francisco uh, running back. He went for 34 rush yards and two rushing touchdowns. So it must just be like a goal line threat. But, you know, can't see him putting those numbers up each week. But, hey, if you want to spend your monies on him, you can do because running backs are like pretty slim at the moment. Uh, nobody else like really did that that great. We've got Frank Gore went for sixty eight rush yards, one rushing touchdown, fifteen receiving yards for fourteen points. But in week one, he only went for twenty yards. So like the running back situation seems to be pretty slim. That's why he went so high on um, on Adrian Peterson because I just when you look at who's left here, there's not very many people. And then if you pick up an injury, then it's just, you're going to get screwed. So, yeah. So, I think if maybe go pick up one of these running backs that's kicking about early on because they're probably going to disappear. So, you've got Frank Gore. Uh, he might still stay a bit productive. And then, I don't know, this Raheem Mostert person looked like he had just like one big week. But you never know. Another sip of uh, juice for the working man. <laughs> um, tight end situation. Like, Will Disley had a big week, 50 receiving yards, uh, two receiving touchdowns. Vance McDonald had two receiving touchdowns as well for 38 yards. Jason Witten had 25 receiving yards and a receiving touchdown. Not amazing numbers, but, like, I think he had a receiving touchdown last week. Yeah, so, I mean, he seems to be a firm favorite for Dak Prescott to chuck balls at, so you never know. He might be good to pick up. Um... Apart from that, like nobody really needs. I mean, QBs are dying all over the place, but I don't think I need to tell you who to pick up um, off the wire for QBs because there's a heap kicking about uh, kickers and defenses. Nobody cares about. So that's it. That's what's happening on the wire. Like I said last week, people went pushed it up a bit. The prices pumped them numbers up. So I can see you're gonna have to push push your bids up a little bit if you're wanting to gonna win some of these players. So let's see. We're gonna have to go up to the like late twenties. Maybe hit the 30. I don't know. It depends how much you need that player. Some people definitely need to fucking pad their benches out because it's looking slim. So keep that in mind, people. And then when you've spent all the money, I'm going to sneak in in week four. Boom. <laughs> I'll have loads of money. <laughs> right? And like, uh, I guess like a tip for Rory is, I don't know. Um, I guess you're just going to have to wait and see what's left because you fucked it. Like and spent all your money. <laughs> You fucking idiot. Like, have I got a little sound bite for that? Have I got what a fucking moron? What a fucking moron. Let's see. Does... No. What if I type in some moron? Oh. I broke your stupid crap, moron! Okay, no. Hey, moron! Fucking moron! That's better, yeah. That's for Rory. <laughs> I'll use that one all the time. Every time we do that, I'll use that sound bite for Rory. Okay, let's go and look at the um I should like I mean I'd like to go and look at transactions of the week. But fuck me, players were flying about all over the place, weren't they? There was a lot going on. So, um I picked up Adrian Peterson after Stu dropped him. 
um, because Stu basically dropped Adrian Peterson, and all of a sudden Adrian Peterson was this. Adrian Peterson ended up being the starting running back, um, and I spent thirty whole dollars on um, securing uh, Adrian Peterson. I just kept him on the bench. Like I say, I just saw the running back situation being pretty slim, so I thought, fuck it, I'm gonna put a good bit of money down and try and secure Adrian Peterson, which was lucky because I think Ollie turned around and said that he spent twenty seven dollars. So. Um, I did get him because I was between like I went from twenty dollars to twenty five dollars up to thirty, so I was playing about with it all week. I quite like it; it brings a different uh, angle to the to the uh, to the game. I like I actually enjoy thinking thinking what the top bid's going to be and playing from there. Um, okay, so who else got like yeah? So uh, hold on, who picked up that tight end dude? Yeah, so Groot picked up that TJ Hawkinson, um, who had a massive week in the first week, had 138 receiving yards and receiving touchdown. However, this week he got got nothing, or he got like seven receiving yards. So yeah, that was a bit of a waste of money. I don't know how much he spent on him because it doesn't show you here on my screen. I need to figure out. There's got to be a better way. Maybe if we went on... Um, and played on ESPN's version of fantasy football, there'd be all this like cool stats and stuff, but unfortunately I just don't have it to my disposal right now. So maybe Rob's right, we do need to switch. So um, yeah, there was a lot going on. I, I can't even remember who were like, who were the big pickups and whatnot. Obviously like um, Rory spent $50 on two players. So <laughs> Rory managed to pick, <laughs> managed to pick up uh, John Ross um, who, was a good pickup actually because he in week one he got 158 receiving yards two receiving touchdowns um and this week he got 112 receiving yards um and a touchdown so it was 50 dollars well spent um who was the other one he spent 50 dollars on it was marquis brown marquis brown 147 receiving yards two receiving touchdowns in week one week two not so much 86 receiving yards but still showing that he's a um, favorite target of lamar so he could be he could be worth fifty dollars maybe we'll find out but yeah so but anyway this will be rory's team for a long time <laughs> until he picks up some scraps <laughs> that nobody wants well it's hilarious yeah so that's transactions of the week because i and there was too much going on and i can't actually remember it right now and i don't have a co-host to like back up these facts because i always get shit wrong so there's that problem too Let's go look at next week's game. So week three coming in. Oh, we're, we're rolling in now. So the look at my game. Everyone knows the rules. So it's Nayluck versus Monday Night Group Ball. Monday Night Group Ball, obviously, um, coming off a loss. So he's 1-1 one one now. I'm 2-0. and oh. um, I've, I'm looking like the more informed team so far. But let's have a look at what's going on with the teams and see what's going to happen. So the first thing that I have done is of benched baker mayfield and i've put philip rivers um in the main spot because he's playing up against houston houston's defense haven't been looking too good against the pass so hopefully um philip rivers can churn out a good old bunch of yards maybe a couple touchdowns and hopefully not throw so many picks but um yeah i just don't trust baker mayfield against uh, la I, I don't see him doing as well it might uh, i might be just giving him a hard time because baker mayfield is a is a world-class qb but I don't know. I just see Philip Rivers doing better against the uh, Houston Texans. Um, I'm hoping Mac gets his finger out this week and does a bit better. Nick Chubb seems to like be pretty consistent. 
hopefully Sammy Watkins is the favoured receiver of Pat Mahomes this week and he's the one that gets all the fucking yards and touchdowns. Um, yeah, but looking at it, I think, I think I'm pretty happy with my team. I might shugle about maybe put Larry Fitzgerald in, Adrian Peterson, get some of those old dudes in, get some of that old man strength going about. But um, yeah, there's a few players that I'm not too keen on on my bench, like Danny Amendola might be getting punted off my team sometime soon. It just depends who I manage to pick up on the wire because, you know, I've got some bids in already. <laughs> so you better get some bids in too, motherfuckers. <laughs> because i'm spending my money um okay let's look who am i scared of from monday night group ball um i can actually see deshaun watson having like an all right game against the chargers um like i don't know deshaun watson has like been a bit inconsistent because he had a really good week in week one and then had a sort of average week in week two so maybe it's time for a bounce back again against the uh, against the chargers but we'll see i'm very scared of ezekiel elliott against uh <laughs> against miami because obviously miami are fucking a dumpster fire at the moment and uh, Elliot seems to have like stepped into his form so I can see him fucking churning up like a 30 point game or some bullshit that's going to screw me in my fucking ass. Uh, I'm not scared of Larry Fournette. I'm not so scared of uh, Mike Evans, although he's playing against the Giants, so it might, might go well. Um, he's still playing at the moment. He's got this little tiny Hawkinson dude, the tight end, um, but hopefully he keeps them there because he played pretty shit this week and he doesn't have another tight end anyway so i guess that's who he's going with like hopefully he doesn't go off and one again and it was just a fluke in week one um i mean ooh, i'm gonna say i'm gonna win i'm gonna pick me again confidence is key um i think that groot's finally gotten back into his uh mid-season form of last year and he's just gonna be shit from now on and I'm just on the up and up. So that's it. That's who I'm picking. I'm picking me. Next game, the brand versus Angels. Angels, both teams on a one-on-one um, record. Stu with the win this week and uh, Angel with the loss. So let's have a look. So it's a good QB off. It's uh, Lamar Jackson versus Tom Brady. Um, Tom Brady playing against the Jets. Lamar Jackson playing against KC. Um, I can see Tom Brady winning this one. He the running back situation. So we've got Derek Henry. Um, he's running up against Jacksonville Jaguars. Um, Henry seems to be like doing a very good job on the ground. And I guess on the other side on Stu's team, he's got Alvin Kamara. Alvin Kamara just hasn't like after week one. He's sort of slowed down a bit, but maybe he'll get used a bit more and like uh, find his rhythm a bit. Um, obviously losing Tom Brady. Uh, Tom Brady, uh, Drew Brees. Um, I don't know how that'll affect Kamara's workload. I'm guessing they'll use him more, but he won't get as many receiving yards because Breeze won't throw to him. I don't know. It's tough to say. Uh, Receiver-wise, um, it's a close one there too. This is quite a close game. Um, who's Stu got on his bench? He's obviously lost Ben Roethlisberger, but I can't see him like being that worried because he's always going to play Lamar Jackson at the moment. Um, he's got Jarvis Laundry on his uh, on his bench, but he hasn't really been getting getting targeted so much at the moment. Mm, I don't know. This is a close game. Who do I? Who am I going to give it to? Oh, I'm going to give it to Angel because Stu lucked out this week. 
playing Groot because Groot played shit. So I think I think the Angel's going to bounce back, and uh, he's going to go two and one. Send Stu to one and two. Um, yeah, I think that's how it's going to go. Just tough to say it's going to be a close one though. Um, let's go to the next game. So it's Beats by Ray versus Revis in the butt fumble. Um, poor little Oliver. He's on two. <laughs> not doing very well and Revis in the butt fumble is one and one he's just lost a game um his auto draft team took a loss but as we talked about he took a loss um even though he scored the second <laughs> most amount of points in the league so he just got butt fucked um on that matchup really um looking at it as well if i go to the league how many how many points total has um Revis in the butt fumble yeah so he's got the highest so he's got 234 points total over the two weeks which is good 10 points clear of uh, Collins and Cumshots, who is, uh, yeah, who's the second highest. So, yeah, it's not it's not looking bad in camp uh, auto pick. Uh, where's the matchup? Here we go. So, <coughs> I mean, I just can't see it going very well for a little Oliver again. Um, I mean, Antonio Brown's getting more shit thrown his way with more, like, sexual assault things. So, is he going to play? Fuck, I it's a very dangerous dangerous situation for brown like he played very well obviously um in his first game with the patriots but is he is he going to be able to play because he's like something's definitely going to come out if there's two people saying that he's the he's they've been sexually assaulted by antonio brown then there's got to be some like fire to that smoke but i don't know we'll see we'll see we know how the patriots like to have some like naughty players on their team um aaron rogers He's uh, playing the Denver Broncos. I think that's going to be a tough week. So, I mean, he's been having an average time so far. So, uh, might just go a little bit less than average this week. He's got Carrion Johnson um, playing up against Philly. Um, I think that'll be like an average game. He's got Saquon Barclay um, in Tampa Bay. He'll, I think I can see him having a good game. Um he also needs uh, Nijoku to f get his finger out and um, catch some passes. There's a little bit of news here, though. Is he injured or something? Um, he's been ruled out for the remainder of Monday's game against the Jets with a concussion. Uh-oh. So, concussion protocol. Oh, so, if he, he might be out because he's, he might not pass the concussion protocol. So, little Oliver might need to find himself another tight end for this week because we know how that concussion protocol can go. Um, on the other side, let's have a look at the auto picks team, see how the auto picks doing. So, obviously, Kelsey, um, he'll be looking good. Um, Kelsey against Baltimore Ravens, though, it's going to be a tough game. But I can still see um, Kelsey getting a lot of points because Pat Mahomes is fucking amazing. Um, Dak Prescott has been playing for that money um, so I think he'll continue to play for that money obviously he's up against the Dolphins so it's probably going to be a fucking huge game um, he's got uh, David Johnson who's had a pretty slow slow week too but that was against the Ravens so maybe he'll do better against Carolina Panthers um, apart from that on his bench is he going to move somebody in um not really can't see him moving anybody up onto the main team yet but we'll see what happens maybe he'll pick somebody up off the wire but i don't think he's actually playing because he's too busy coaching in america um anyway like this one's an easy pick it's got to be revis in the butt fumble because i mean if just dak prescott playing up against miami that's that's just <laughs> that's just like asking for 40 fucking points <laughs> like instantly so unfortunately 
Fucking, I think Ollie's going to go 0-3. Oh, oh, that's a bad place to be. Um, okay, let's look at the next one. Bitter Not Better versus White Welkers. So, two 0-2 teams. So, someone's definitely going 0-3 from this. Oh, no. Who's it going to be? Is it going to be the current Dick Hat champ? It's Phil. Or is it going to be little Lewis, the little new guy? who just got vanquished by me by like point something points. So let's have a look at what's going to happen. So we've got the, f the most fashionably dressed person ever, Cam Newton, playing up against Arizona. Um, he's got a little news bit here. Um, foot injury confirmed. Uh-oh. Panthers general manager Marty Herney confirmed that Newton aggravated a left foot injury in week two, lost to Buccaneers. Uh, we will see how it goes. Herney said that said when asked about Newton's availability for Sunday's matchup with the Cardinals. So they're going to see how it goes. So that'll be something to keep your eye on. Who's his backup QB? Um, he doesn't have one. Uh oh. <laughs> so so Phil might have to look for another QB. Um, who else has he got? He's got uh, Le'Veon Bell. Is Le'Veon Bell hurt as well? um okay and that's it doesn't say he's hurt he's just giving some little bit of info so bell's playing up against the patriots um their defense seems to be in form at the moment so i can't see that going too well um we've got juju smith schuster he's got the rookie going to be throwing at him um so we'll see how that goes for him to be fair um it actually looked better um it looked better when uh rudolph came on for Ben Roethlisberger so maybe he'll and he didn't look scared to like sling it down the field so maybe he'll start slinging some to Smith Schuster because he definitely needs it um on your bench what's going on down there not too much not too much at all <laughs> uh oh it's not looking good in team Phil but then all he's playing up against another own two team so let's have a look at what Lewis has got going on um, obviously Christian McCaffrey had a, re a really slow week last week but I can see him bouncing back against the Cardinals so we, I, we can look to see Christian McCaffrey getting back up to those high figures of uh, mixing up rushing yards and receiving yards um, and maybe getting a couple touchdowns so that'll work out well for him Carson Wentz is in Detroit that could be an okay game um, because he's played pretty pretty good in the first couple of games. He's also got um, Mark Andrews, the tight end for the Ravens, who's been playing incredibly well. He's had two over 100-yard games with a touchdown in each. So maybe see, look to see him do that again. Obviously, he has um, a good connection with the QB right now. Um, who else has he got? I don't know. Anyone on his bench that might get get put up is he gonna switch out jimmy garoppolo for carson wentz jimmy garoppolo is playing against pittsburgh they're not very good they've just lost a safety and just got a new safety in so he won't know this the playbook or anything it might be a good time to play him but you know i was wrong i've been wrong about garoppolo before so maybe if i tell you to play him he'll actually play shit don't know that's just a little tip that's dick hat that's the dick hat chats tip of the week is you should play jimmy garoppolo against pittsburgh do it do it now um okay if i've got to pick someone i'm gonna pick white welkers i think the rookie's finally gonna get his win in this league and uh, feel a bit less dick hat fear um phil is got the hat on his head already so he's filled with the fear constantly every day um but it's only gonna get worse <laughs> if you go in three hilarious it's like it's
puts a smile on my face. <laughs> um, okay, the next game is Crafts Day Spa against Shoma Yatiris. Um, Rob bounced back this week after his shocking fucking 54-point game in week one. Um, Reese scraped a win without a QB this week as well, so that shows how strong his team is. He's 2-0. and But let's have a look at this matchup, see who's going to be doing good and who's going to be doing bad. So, Jameis Winston is playing up against uh, New York Giants. Um, he He's, like, had a pretty average start to the season. We look to see him doing a bit better, but we'll see how he goes. Um, Mixon. Mixon's had a terrible start to the season, so Joey Mixon probably should get swapped out for somebody else off your bench, but we'll see. Um, who else have we got? Uh, Julio Jones has been playing playing lights out football he's up against the Colts I can see him having a good game there that should be good um you've got Tucker your kicker he'll probably get like a good 30 points because kickers are scoring shitloads of points um you've got golf on your bench and Jamie Swinson up again so I don't know I think you should play golf personally but what do I know I've only been right about that fucking that pick every week so I don't know don't listen to me it's not my team. It's not. I'm not the one going to get the dick hat. Um, <laughs> on the other side of things, let's see how show me a Tidys is going to win this one. Well, he's got Odell Beckham. Um, will he have another big week? He might do. I can see him. See him doing well. He's obviously got a good connection with Baker Mayfield now, so um, could be could be getting hit up a lot. He's got Todd Gurley against Cleveland. Um, I can see Todd Gurley putting up a bit better numbers this week. Um, although the uh, D line for the Browns was looking very good on Monday night, I watched the I watched the game and it, they looked pretty fucking good. So mm, maybe it'll be a tough time for Gurley, but we'll see. I, I don't know. Um, who have you got on your bench that you could switch in? Well, obviously Drew Brees has crunched his fat his hand. He's going to be out for six weeks. They're saying after surgery. Um, you've also got Kareem Hunt who's suspended. Um, you've got sterling shepherd who got zero um okay so he's got concussion as well oh oh not much going on your bench you've got philip Lindsay, who's just not playing as well as he did last season um he's just not getting used like as much as he did so uh yeah you don't have much on your bench so that's your team up there that's your main team that you're going to be playing i can unless you can pick up somebody off the wire so who am i picking this is a tough one I think that I'm going to pick Show Me a Tiris. He's going to slap another L in Rob's face um, as he continue as he goes three and zero. Reese is like the dick hat is a is a fond memory to Reese this season. He he's like well well over it. He doesn't think he's going to get it ever again. Okay, let's look at the next game. I think this one's an easy one to call, but it's calls and come shots against Dak to the future. Uh, Rory is 2-0 against Trav's 1-1 one one team. Trav's scraping a fucking win this week. Luckily, um, by the hairs in his bars because he was playing against a shit team. So let's have a look at what's going on. Well, obviously, uh, Rory's got Pat Mahomes, so he's definitely going to win. He is playing up against Baltimore, who have been pretty, playing pretty fucking well. So... Um, yeah, he might not get like crazy high numbers. I don't think he's going to go for 400 yards, but he's probably definitely going to go for 300 fucking yards plus and then a couple touchdowns because the kid's amazing. Uh, running running back-wise, uh, you've got Dalvin Cook, who's just on a heater as well right now. He's playing Oakland, so he'll be going Oakland. The Raiders have been playing pretty good. 
too, but I don't know. Dalvin Cook is just another another beast of a man. Um, who else have you got? You've got Tyrell Williams uh, from the Raiders. So, like I say, the Raiders have been playing pretty well. So, Derek Carr slinging the ball at him. Um, Zach Ertz in Detroit. That could be a good matchup. Um, you got anybody on your bench? Not really. Not anybody you can like stick up there. Your bench is pretty slim, but that's because you've got injured players and whatnot. And you've got Giovanni Bernard down there. Like I say, get rid. He's not very good. <coughs> But you can't really because you've got no money to spend on the wire. So I guess <laughs> I guess he's stuck there unless you just switch him out for like one of the scrap players that nobody wants. The poor little poor little guys. Um, on Trav's Trav's team, he's got Russell Will Russell Wilson against uh, the Saints. The Saints obviously going to be struggling offensively because they don't have Breeze. So will that mean that Russell Wilson gets the ball more? Might do. Um, did you, yeah, he's got Kyle Murray. Kyler Murray just um, Kyler Murray. To be fair has had over 300 yards per game. He's just not scoring the touchdowns. Um, so, I don't know. He might be one to keep your eye on, but like he's playing Russell Wilson at the moment against New Orleans. Might work out. Don't really know. He's got... Uh, da, 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 he's got... Uh, oops, what am I doing? Ah, he's got DeAndre Hopkins. Um, there, he should have like... He should have a good game against the chargers um obviously he's a, a firm favorite there he only went for 40 yards this week but i mean i can see him doing doing a lot better you've got uh, adam vinatieri <laughs> i mean right, that's the thing we were talking about um if you lose points for missed kicks you would have lo lost a shitload of points for vinatieri this week because the old man he just, I don't know, he must not be able to see straight or something. Or his legs are giving out on him because he was kicking for, kicking shit. So, But they have turned around and said that he's the main kicker and they're never going to get rid of him because he's a good leader or whatever. But, I mean, how many more missed kicks before that fucking changes? And they say, right, you're fucking fired, old man. Um, don't know. But, yeah, you're lucky that we don't lose points, Trav, for missed kicks because you'd be in a worse state. You would have lost this week if that was the case. Um, on your bench, not so much going on. Not, not so much so that's your main team this is an easy pick for me i'm picking uh, calls and cum shots calls and cum shots going to dodge another cum shot and zing it back into trav's face um and send trav to one and two um i honestly feel that trav's team should be just locked out this week he should be on two it's an own two team pretending to be a one and one team that's how i look at it but i don't know We'll see what happens this week. Um, so that's it. That's Dick Cat Chats. Unfortunately, of course, it was just me talking that whole time. I think I deserve a round of applause because I talk pretty consistently without Ed. I didn't edit any of this. This is just me talking. I don't cut this together or nothing. I don't have time for that shit. I do have to like stop intermittently to take a sip of water so because my voice is my throat's getting dry. But anyway. Hopefully, all is back next week because he's the main main attraction, not me. Um, I just like I just provide uh, provide the exact way of saying all the players' names correctly. That's all I'm here for. Anyway, week three's coming. I hope you're all excited for it. Remember the the big tip of this week is you got to pump those numbers up on the Wab. Pump them up. Last week you went too low and that's why you didn't win the players. Look at calls and come shots. He's 2-0. and How much did he spend? He spent $100. He's buying wins. That's what you got to do. That's right. Spend that money. Okay, have a good week. Goodbye, motherfuckers.
Dickhead Chats, season two.